welcome to Convo Around the Cove, the show that keeps you in the conversation about your city of Green Cove Springs. I'm Communications Coordinator Tiffany Reynolds, and today I'm here with City Council Member Edward Gaw. Thanks for taking the time to chat. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Tiffany. Ed Gaw will be taking the seat of City Council Member Pam Lewis, whose final term ended on Tuesday, May 19th. Ed, would you like to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um... We have a company called Highliner Fishing Gear that's uh, about 30 years old this year. Uh, started in Pompano Beach, Florida. And in 2013, we moved that company from Pompano up to, uh, up to Green Cove. And six families, uh, our employees' families, came with the business. Why Green Cove? Um, we found a building over in the Harbor Park Industrial Complex, and uh, it fit perfectly. We didn't know a whole lot about Green Cove, but uh, the more we learned, the, uh, the quicker we fell in love with it. So right now we've got uh, nine employees, so we've, uh, we've had some higher since moving to Northeast Florida, but uh, it's, been, it's been a great experience. Well, cool, cool. And um, how did you uh, get involved with um, city government as a resident of Green Cove Springs? I know you've been a member of the Planning and Zoning Board. I have. Kind, kind of came to city government serendipitously. Uh, we came up here, uh, we got the business started, and in starting the business we, uh, we got to know the, uh, the leaders of Green Cove and, and Clay County. And uh, again, the more we learned about, uh, about the area, the better we liked it. So uh, we bought a couple pieces of property in downtown Green Cove and kind of took a look at these vacant lots and wondered what we could do with them. And during that period of time, uh, the current mayor, Steve Kelly, asked me if I would be uh, interested in taking a, taking a vacant seat on the Planning and Zoning Board, to which uh, I didn't have to think about that long. I was uh, very excited about Green Cove and um, loved just about every dimension of it and took a seat on the Planning and Zoning Board and got, uh, got a very quick education on, on both planning and zoning, which, uh, which, was, which was great uh, as far as an introduction to the city at a time when the growth was beginning to accelerate. And with growth, you get change. Mm -hmm. And we have, um, we've had many examples before the Planning and Zoning Board that were, uh, that were both challenging and, uh, and rewarding. Um, some difficult uh, decisions, as well as uh, some decisions that uh, you wanted to see happen yesterday. Mm -hmm. But no, Green Cove has been, has been a gift, really, to, uh, to myself, my wife, as well as uh, as well as all of our, our employees, so it's been uh, it's been a cool run here. The vacant lots that I spoke about, we uh, we began a little event, and the first one was in I believe 2018, April of no 20, 20 yeah maybe April of 2018. Mm -hmm. um, Green Coast Springs Food Truck Friday. Mm -hmm. We figured that uh, you know if we brought some food trucks downtown. Uh, the vacant lots overlooked the, uh, the Spring Park, which the city council had just uh, upgraded and renovated and put uh, approximately $2 million into. So as far as a destination, you couldn't get any better than Spring Park, and I've always regarded it as Northeast Florida's best kept secret. Hmm. So yeah, Food Truck Friday, right on the corner of Magnolia and Walnut. How many people do you think we'll get? 
I, I know I know it's attracted uh, tons and tons of people already. Well, the first one was an interesting exercise because I didn't know anything about food trucks and didn't know anything about hiring bands. So we were fortunate to get a band that had an interest in, in playing at the first one. And the food trucks were a little bit more of an exercise. They wanted to know how many people were going to show up. Mm. Right? I right. mean, that's how, that's how they, they level their interest in uh, whether they're going to do an event or not. So um, I said 50 people. Surely we can get 50 people to the first one. So we had three food trucks, we had a great band, and uh, over 200 people showed up. Oh, wow. All three food trucks sold out. Wow. And sold out of the food. And that's when, uh, that's when we looked at each other and said, holy cow. You know, not only is this event going to go somewhere, but it was more of a statement of the of the community of Green Cove. Mm. They came to their park. They enjoyed it. It was a draw from people as far away, from, and at that time, from Palatka and Orange Park, um, oh, wow. Riverland. We're bringing a lot of people from Riverland. So from, uh, from a very humble beginning of 200 people, and, uh, and three food trucks, uh, the latest ones, uh, as of the end of 2019, uh, we were recording four or 5,000 people and 14 food trucks. Wow. So it was, uh, again, a statement about this community that, uh, you know, given the opportunity to enjoy, you know, one of their assets, which I regard Spring Park as being, as, uh, you know, they embraced it and, uh, and supported it. So that was, uh, that was a combination of efforts from, you know, the city of Green Cove, its government. The government had vision to uh, allow that event to move from some privately owned lots to, uh, to Spring Park. Uh, we did it in a controlled fashion and um, in concert with uh, the chief, Green Cove City Police Department, uh, mm -hmm. city council. And uh, I think everybody can be proud of, uh, of what that event's become. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, was was your um, involvement with Food Truck Friday and you being a member of the Planning and Zoning Board, did that spark your interest to run for City Council? It did, it did. I had to uh, present before City Council uh, several times with Food Truck Friday. Uh, as I said, we did move from a, a couple of private lots to, to the public park. And there was, uh, you know, there was some considerations, there were some issues there that, uh, that we worked through. And uh, it was that process more than anything that, uh, that interested me in, uh, in getting involved in city government. But even more than that, moving to Green Cove and watching how this city embraced not only my family, but my employees' family, families and, uh, and our business as a whole. I owe a great debt to Green Cove. Mm -hmm. Green Cove has made not only a, a move that you know we didn't have a whole lot of confidence in when we moved from Pompano up to Northeast Florida, but uh, at every turn, this community has delivered us, has supported us, and um, you know, giving back to to that will be a, a lifelong uh, endeavor. Well, that's really great to hear. And um, speaking of which, what are some of the things that you're most passionate about Green Cove Springs? And um, do you have any plans to bring those passions as a city council member? I do. Uh, having served on the Planning and Zoning Board for a little over four years, planning and zoning 
and I got an education that, uh, yes, there's a considerable amount of uh, zoning and, you know, decisions that have to be made on use and master plans and things like that. But uh, the planning portion of it was probably the most interesting. Green Cove is right now in a period of um, pretty accelerated growth mm -hmm. in terms of, um, you know, development, residential considerations, and um, organically. Uh, we've become, you know, a little bit better known with Spring Park through events like Food Truck Friday, like Calavita, and, and the Memorial Day mm -hmm. events. Now, uh, COVID and 2020 has been, you know, an exercise for us. Definitely. So given what we all know now about sheltering in place, um, you know, staying at home, who knew social distancing at the end of 2019? Right, but social right. distancing is, uh, you know, I believe something that's uh, that's here to stay for um, a period of time mm -hmm. until uh, until vaccines and everything else catch up. But uh, you know, outdoor spaces, outdoor spaces like Spring Park and elements like that that Green Cove is full of. I mean, we have assets that we haven't even we haven't even talked about yet. Um, I know the city council is in the throes of completing the bike path, mm -hmm. right? Now the bike path runs from Doctors Inlet Bridge to the Black Creek Bridge. Mm -hmm. If you travel north on US 17, off on the west side, you can see the elevated wooden bike path and walking path. Well, that path runs from the Doctors Inlet Bridge south to Black Creek. I know that uh, City Council has been speaking with the Department of Transportation, continuing that to Spring Park. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So in terms of outdoor space, in terms of recreation, social distancing, all that, we you know will soon have the ability to travel to Spring Park on your bike safely. Um, you know, with um, with a roadway that's designed for it. Yeah. Okay. So how cool is that? It's really cool. Okay, so extend that, right? I mean, we have the First Coast Expressway coming around, mm -hmm. and we've got a brand new bridge to the Shands Bridge, you know, 100 yards, a couple hundred yards south of it. Mm -hmm. Question remains, what's going to happen with the old bridge? And I haven't been partner to any of these conversations, but in, you know, in, in my universe and humble opinion, I look at it and go, okay, well, St. John's gets rid of their half, preserving our half of the current Saint or the uh, current Shands Bridge mm -hmm. would be uh, would be kind of an interesting deal. Yeah, there's nowhere else out on the St. Johns River from Orlando to Jacksonville that you can walk out two hundred or two thousand feet over the beautiful St. Johns and two thousand feet back. It's almost a mile, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So again, social distancing, space. Bicycles, you know, the simple act of walking out over the river at sunrise or sunset, um, you know, all these present opportunities. Uh, we've just opened the, what is it, the paddleboard and the, uh, the kayak launch yes. in Spring Park. Mm -hmm. Again, adding to that asset. You look at a paddleboard or kayak launch mm -hmm. underneath, a, you know, a walking bridge or the, the remains of the old, old Chance Bridge, if that's even, you know, still possible. But uh, 
you know, making that a destination. Yeah. And making it all accessible from Doctors Inlet through Spring Park, through the Black Creek Park, and then over to the to the old Shams Bridge. Yeah, that'd be cool. Wow. Okay, so now you've got, you know, these elements that you're you're connecting and connecting in a way that um, you know, it has become important in the last 10 weeks. That's I true. mean, you go shopping for a bicycle now, bicycle sales are through the roof. Okay, so we own bicycles, where are we going to ride them? And I just look at it in a, in a forward fashion and go, wow, you know what, that's, that's an element that will allow not only, you know, older people, but uh, certainly bring younger people recreationally minded with, uh, you know, the water sports as well as um, having the ability to, to recreate, you know, at a distance or, you know, with those that are, that are in, your, in your closed circle. Yeah. Um, so all that's kind of cool. But I look at Greenco and I say, okay, even though we're in that period of growth, you know, what, what are the important things? And I think that everybody will say that we have to preserve those, those things that make Green Cove, Green Cove those things that we love including the park and and all those elements where people have uh you know the live oaks wow okay so we are a tree city mm -hmm. we have these live oaks that uh you know that populate the the city and kind of kind of soften it um there are roads and streets around town that uh you know people drive to to, to walk that neighborhood simply because of the the tree canopy right, and, right. The, and the birds um so all that's the all that relates to quality of life, and um, you know quality of life is the details. Mm -hmm. So I look at it and go, okay, you know what details haven't we haven't we dealt with? Well, I look at Magnolia Point and I say, hmm, Harbor Road, Harbor Road just north of the of the Hardys. Mm -hmm. Try coming out of Magnolia Point at between seven and eight o'clock in the morning. It's uh, it's backed up. We have the Harbor Road Industrial Park back there. Mm -hmm. um, try coming out of there at five o'clock in the afternoon. It's uh, several light changes, and if you if you look at the details, it's uh, you know it's two lanes. It's one road in, one road out. Um, if we were to widen that by giving it a dedicated turn lane, and you know made those those adjustments. I think that you could uh, facilitate traffic through that, um, and again, it's 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 one street, mm -hmm. but it's emblematic of um, you know trying to trying to take care of growth. Um, in this case, after it's happened, but uh, you know having some foresight and some experience that says, okay, instead of a you know two lane road when you develop a piece, we're going to need a uh, you know three lanes at that interchange to to facilitate the movement of traffic. Mm -hmm. um, all kind of interesting stuff. Um, all things that were impressed upon me at uh, at the planning and zoning board. Um, and then there's my favorite, my favorite topic, right? And this one, I drive past this place twice a day, if not half a dozen times a day. And I know anybody in Green Cove must drive past it an equivalent number of times. Right. Right. It's the Governor's Creek boat ramp. Mm. What an asset that place is. Yeah. When I first came into town, you drive south, you know, you come off of 295 and you drive south on US 17, you come into Green Cove, mm -hmm. 
and it is legitimately the first view of the river that you get when oh, you yeah. drive south or even even drive north it's it's right there in my humble opinion it is it's not only an asset to green cove but i think it can be it can be a jewel hmm. to green cove yes it's a boat ramp you know um, as far as the uh, the dock goes there or the uh, or the fishing pier um, any improvements there give green cove um, you know that ability to make a to make a good impression or mm -hmm. to build it, in my opinion to make a great impression and a great first impression um, we have a clay county substation there i'm not sure you know i'm not sure about the, the utility of that but uh, i'm sure those conversations can be had it's it's riverfront right and riverfront oh, yeah. is a finite commodity in the city of green cove and it uh you know we're a, we're a river city so taking a look at uh, the use and current utility of some of you know of some places like the governor's creek boat ramp um, without a whole lot of effort you've got uh, you've got a jewel so some of those considerations um, mm -hmm. I think are uh, would would make for a great foundation to a conversation about uh, you know about what uh, what the citizens of Green Cove want and this whole exercise whether it's planning and zoning or the city council mm -hmm. should be um, done with a lot of weight towards the the interest of the citizens of Green Cove and that's uh, that's kind of my hope as I as I kind of gain my feet on uh, on the city council and and the process cool Cool. I mean that that all sounds uh, really great. I mean it, it really sounds like you're uh, more interested or you're definitely interested in the quality of life in, in Green Cove and and being able to expand some of the natural assets here. That's that would be the goal because I think once you have um, those basics, I think the rest the rest comes uh, organically. You know whether you're interested in bringing businesses here. It's those elements that uh, you know the business owners or the public owners of those businesses look at, and um, from a, a recruitment standpoint, can they get employees? And you know, it's Northeast Florida, it's Clay County, it's uh, Green Cove, and what are the elements there? You know, second only to a, to an excellent school system, are these um, are these elements that uh, you know? make for young family enjoyment recreation and um you know and life and um as a last question um what are you looking forward to as a city council member um especially since this would be your first term as a city council member for green cove well looking forward to um working with the the other council members who i believe have done a, an excellent job and in um my dealings with city council as a whole they have uh, certainly deliberated over the uh, over the interests of green cove not only current but uh, but future and it's uh, it's those conversations that i look most forward to um, again there are some there are some elements that uh, can be taken care of you know uh, pretty quickly but uh, it's the overall direction of green cove and making those decisions early that uh, will not take away from the reason everybody's here in the first place.
Well, great. Well, um, I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, talk with us today, Ed. Thank you. I, uh, I've enjoyed it. I've got two topics that I, that I can speak all day about. One is uh, fishing, and the other one is uh, the beautiful town of Green Cove Springs. Now for your news around the cove. City pool manager Planet Swim is offering swim lessons for the summer. Swim lessons are offered to children ages 4 and older for a four-week session. Sign-ups for July are still available at $50 per swimmer. Deadline is Sunday, June 14th. Go to greencovesprings.com swim lessons for more information to register. City Pool is now open Tuesday through Sunday through late September. Planet Swim is offering two-hour swim time slots by reservation. Reservations can be made to Planet Swim either by email at greencove at planetswim.org or by calling the pool office at 904-297-7070. Go to the City Pool page on greencovesprings.com for more details. Local businesses can pick up their supply of Gold Shield 75 disinfectant and face masks from City of Green Cove Springs Public Works Administration Building at 900 Gum Street from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. starting Monday, June 1st. Business owners will need to give their total number of employees at time of pickup, as individual supply is based on the size of each business. That's all the news we have for today. Thank you for joining Convo Around the Cove. You can listen to episodes on Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Stitcher. Keep an eye out on the city's social media for our next discussion topic. Send your questions to City of Green Cove Springs Government on Facebook and at GCS Today on Twitter. And remember, it wouldn't be a conversation without you. Send any topic suggestions about city projects or about city government to City of Green Cove Springs Government on Facebook and at GCS Today on Twitter. Talk to you later.